This is Advice for Life with Lynn, Season 1, Episode 1. So what's your problem? That sounded really nasty. <laughs> so what's your problem? They said, I want to have a yeah, milkshake. I'm exactly. deprived and I want to sniff this down. Exactly. And I think that was the start of it for me and my journey was going deeper. Like, well, what is that? What am I really looking for from that mm. milkshake? So it's like, you know, if you're really listening to your body and the first thing that pops up is potato chips and TV, your body's probably saying, you know what? You're really tired. You're really stressed out and you just want some time. Out. You have problems? She has answers. Getting down to the nitty gritty with people who know what they're talking about. This is Advice for Life with Lynn. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Advice for Life with Lynn. This is our very first podcast. It's our very first podcast. Can you tell? Does it sound like it? It feels like it. I have no idea what I'm doing. Uh, that's clear. But I love what I'm doing. I've been in therapy for 20 years, and I've been reporting for 20 years over, actually. Um, and I've combined the two to hopefully create this forum where people can learn how to be a better them, where they can learn how to have better relationships and how to start feeling good. And today we're going to talk about one of the most challenging things for any female on this planet, and that is how to stop hating your body. Let's put that in a positive, how to like your body. And we're going to get the answer from one of the top experts in the field about body fabulosity. Uh, Before we get to that, though, it is time for Lynn's Confessions. All right. The top three things that are on my mind today. Hmm. Self-doubt. It's the first podcast. I'm feeling it. Sometimes I'm confident with this podcast, baby. Sometimes I'm, I'm not. Other days I'm like, what am I doing? I want to quit. That's number one. Number two, no time. Uh, I've started to envy the people who actually have time to breathe, and especially babies, because all they have to do is sit there and do nothing, and I don't even have time to pee. And the third thing on my mind today is liposuction. My friend just got her stomach lipoed. Jessica is rolling her eyes, and I am so jealous. Her stomach looks so good. I don't care what anybody says. All right, so see, we all have problems. Those are mine. And that leads perfectly to today's topic of how to like your body. Today's guest is Jessica Smith. Background check. All right, the background on Jessica. She is a YouTube fitness sensation. She's got a couple hundred thousand subscribers. Everybody knows her. My sister in DC told me about her and she was in my backyard and she knew of her from YouTube. Um, Jessica is a hu- has a hugely successful home exercise DVD series. She was recently named one of America's hottest female trainers, and she is hot. She has a certificate in everything, including from the American College of Sports Medicine, the Aerobic and Fitness Association of America, and Powerhouse Pilates, whatever. She knows what she's doing. Um, And she was also once nearly 40 pounds overweight. If you could see her, well, I know you're going to go to YouTube right now and Google her, but she's got a rocking body. Um, And she doesn't believe in diets but rather in body wellness. And lastly, I've never heard Jessica say one negative thing about her body or about another woman's body ever, ever, ever. And I've known her for a couple of years now. I don't know anybody. Is there any other woman on the planet who's never said a bad thing about her? I know that she's pretty um, unusual, which is exactly why we want to talk to her today about how to like your body. Welcome, Jessica. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be your first guest. I can't think of anybody better than you to be my first guest because uh, a woman's body is, I don't know, liking it is probably the biggest challenge she's ever going to face. So tell me a little bit about 
Did you ever hate your body? You were at one point 30 to 40 pounds overweight, you said. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, just for the record, I'm not perfect. And I certainly have moments where I nitpick at my body, too. So you just may not have seen them yet, but they happen. Uh, But certainly it happened a lot more when I was struggling with my weight. And I think it's something that a lot of women deal with. It's like when you want to change something about your body, the self-talk becomes so negative. And then all you focus on is everything that's wrong. And I really believe that the more what you focus on expands. So if you're constantly, you know, this is too fat, this is too big it starts to expand literally. And that's what happened to me. So I was really trying to lose weight and I would hyper focus on it. And I put myself on all these crazy diets and I tried all these crazy exercise plans and I would lose weight at first. And then it just got to be so stressful and so much work and so much pain that I would give up. I would binge eat and then I would gain all the weight back. I'd lost and a few more pounds. So it was this constant roller coaster ride of I'm either good or I'm bad or I'm doing the right thing or I'm being bad. And it, it just leads to this cycle of of self-hate almost. You're just constantly focused on all the things you don't like about yourself. And then you just punish yourself almost with this strict diet or strict exercise plan or both a lot of the times. And it's just so defeating. It just makes you feel so deflated about yourself. And, and then we start kind of tying ourselves self-worth into how we're looking. And it's just this vicious cycle. So, you know, while I'm certainly not perfect today, I've really think I've come a long way since that journey. And people always ask me, you know, what did you do to lose it? And did it happen? And, you know, how long did it take you? And it it, it was a long process. It's still a process. Take me, to the, take me to the, okay, so you're 40 pounds overweight. What was the shift? So you're binging, you're starving, you're really working out obsessively, probably, and then stopping. What was the shift? One day, what happened? We live in Florida. It's super hot. It was summertime. And I had just gotten home and I had gotten in this cycle where I would kind of starve myself in the first half of the day. So by the time I got home, I just wanted to eat everything in sight, particularly high sugar, high fat foods. So normally what I would do is once I was home and no one could see me, I would go in and make some sort of you know milkshake or something that was super high fat. And I, I would eat it. Cheeks. And it, you know, in the moment <laughs> you feel good, right? You're like, oh, that's because your body's like, I need calories, I need nutrients. And it doesn't know the difference between ice cream or, you know, vegetables. It's just craving some energy. So in the moment, I feel good. And then after that, I'd feel horrible. So that day I thought, you know what? I'm gonna try something different today. Just gonna take 10 minutes and go outside on that stationary bike that my dad had from like 1974. It was so rusty. I still remember the sound it would make when I pedaled it. So I just made this deal with myself. I'm going to get on that for 10 minutes. And if after those 10 minutes, I still want that ice cream, I will go eat it. But I'm going to pedal first. So I, I went out there and let me tell you, those 10 minutes were excruciating. It was probably 100 degrees. I'm dripping in sweat. You know, I think I brought a People magazine with me to read to distract myself at the time. I made it through the 10 minutes and it was enough of an endorphin high to make me feel good. I was looking for that with the food and I found it with just those 10 minutes of exercise. I didn't have to go crazy. And that kind of triggered a little aha moment like, oh, okay, I don't have to always turn to food to make myself feel better. So then I'm still hungry, but maybe I'm going to make a better choice now. So I went, I don't remember what I ate, but I ate something a little healthier. And it was just those small little mental shifts. Don't get me wrong. I still eat ice cream today. I still ate it while I was losing weight. 
But it was just shifting between, you know, trying to fill that void mm-hmm. with food and finding other ways to make myself feel better. And it was just a small step-by-step journey. Almost sounds like, um, maybe this is extreme, but almost like an addiction where yeah. it's habitual. Absolutely. Like, you know, emotion eating. But Absolutely. you were hungry. I was. And you were depriving yourself. Yes. Yes. And, I, you know, I, I really do believe I am have an emotional eating tendency. And I know that about myself. Most so women do. Most yeah. women do. Mm-hmm. I think we do. And a lot of things influence our choices with food. We're hormonal. You know, we're very emotional beings. Not to say that men don't go through things like that, too. But I think, you know, women tend to do that a lot as well. And And I think we're more likely to beat ourselves up over it mentally and we just internalize it and then instead of you know oh I ate something that wasn't maybe the best for me it becomes oh I'm a bad person how dare I do that absolutely what you said you said um just a few seconds ago that you're not perfect no so w- absolutely not tell me exactly in your body <laughs> what you think is not perfect um you know I I don't believe that there is a, a level of perfection for anyone like I what think. are some of the things you don't like um, or that you're you're practicing on accepting. Yeah, you know, would I like to be younger and have tighter skin again? Would I like my rear to be a little perkier? Uh, yeah, yeah. Would I like my abs to be a little more, you know, cut? Sure. Do I know what I need to do to get those things? Yes, and I'm not willing to do them. So to me, it's just learning to accept what I'm willing to do to get the result that I want. Because I know what it takes to get six-pack abs, especially for my body type. And I'm not a happy person when I do that. What does it take? It's a lot of dieting. It's zero carbs. It's, you know, frequent meal planning and having everything measured out. And, you know, high, high high-intensity cardio and lots of weight training. And it just doesn't make me feel good. So I've found the trade-off that works for me. And now I've found what really feels like a good balance for my body. And a good balance to me means I can have ice cream or I can have chocolate when I want it, not beat myself up for it. And if I don't have six-pack abs, that's okay with me. And thankfully, my husband doesn't mind it either. So so it's not that you don't like certain parts of your body. You're saying there are certain parts of your body that you are accepting in exchange for yes. being more relaxed maybe, yeah, around food. Absolutely. Because, you know, if you have a certain ideal for yourself and you really want to live up to that ideal, can you get there? Absolutely. And a lot of people do. The, what I've seen, though, is when they get there, it's very hard to maintain it because it's a lot of work. You know, these fitness models don't look like that year round. They are constantly in these cycles because it's so much work, you know, before competitions and all this stuff. If you talk to somebody that does those kind of competitions, they'll tell you. I mean, it's their full time job. They are working hard for it. And to me, there's other things that I want to spend my time and energy on. You know, I want to be the healthiest I can be. I want to be the happiest I can be. I want to be the most fit I can be. And to me, that involves enjoying some treats now and then and not slaving away in the gym for hours. So I'm looking at you and I, you know, people listening will will go see what your body looks like. But you've got what I would view as one of the healthiest bodies. You know, you're toned, you're fit, you're, you know, a perfect weight. Um, You don't have bulging. Like when I would take some of your classes, I was like, oh my God, this girl, how does she do all this stuff? You're like, I don't know, I don't know what those moves were called, but you were doing like, it looked like diving off a diving board. You know, when you put your butt in the air, what (laughs) is that called? Probably a dive bomber. Maybe, (laughs) yeah. And you don't have these bulging muscles, but you're so, 
you're long and lean, I guess. Um, what, so what is, how does, how does a woman look like you? Even though I know that's a bad question because you want to be the best you possible, but what is it you're doing that women can emulate? Well, first of all, I think what's really important to make a distinction here is that you and I will never look exactly the same because we have different parents. We have different genetics. You know, we're different heights. We're different builds. So I think one of the things we do is we say, well, I want to look just like her. Mm -hmm. And so we, you know, think, oh, I'm going to follow her plan. I'm going to eat like she does. And then, you know, months down the road, well, I still don't look like her. We're not going to look the same because we're not the same people. And I think that's the beauty of it is that we are all so different that we really need to learn to embrace what our natural, you know, God-given bodies look like. And so how do we do that? that? How do we embrace our natural God-given bodies? You know, I think one of the first things that you can do is start listening to your body. We so are, you know, we've got more technology than ever telling us about what's happening with our bodies, but I think it's creating more and more of a divide between our actual internal cues and what this feedback is telling us. You know, you can wear a tracker that tells you everything from how much you slept, how many steps you took, how many calories you burned today, how many calories you ate. You know, I see a lot of people getting super frustrated because they're like, well, according to my tracker, I'm doing everything right, but I'm still not losing weight. You know why? Because people, we, I'm a person, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm a woman just like that because we're looking for a tool. Yes. So, you know, one of the things you say, which I find phenomenal when I asked you, what do I need to do to eat to look like you? You don't believe in diets. You said, Lynn, listen to your body. I don't even know what that's like. We don't know how to do that I need to listen to the tracker because Mm -hmm. I don't know how to listen to me. So Mm -hmm. how do I listen to me? Mm -hmm. And it's, it's hard, especially in the beginning, if you're not doing it. It's like, well my body's telling me I want to eat potato chips and watch TV all day. So is that what I should do? Right. I mean, and, and the truth is you got to keep asking the question. So because when you came home starving yourself, your body said, I want to have a milkshake. I'm deprived and I want to sniff this down. Exactly. And I think that was the start of it for me. And my journey was going deeper. Like, well, what is that? What am I really looking for from that Mm. milkshake? So it's like, you know, if you're really listening to your body and the first thing that pops up is potato chips and TV, your body's probably saying, you you know what? You're really tired. You're really stressed out and you just want some time out and you want some high fat food that's going to make you feel good in the moment and you want to just unplug and veg out and watch that TV show. And is there anything wrong with that? Absolutely not. (laughs) I mean, I think if there's a moment in your life where you just need to do that, that's okay. It's when it becomes a regular habit. Like for me, it was like every day, which is where the 40 pounds came from. But you know, are you going to put on 40 pounds overnight just from one afternoon of eating potato chips and watching TV? No. But if you're constantly doing that, sure. So, but it's, again, just learning to keep asking yourself those questions. It's like, well, what does this really mean? Why is my body really telling me it wants that? And if you keep going a little bit deeper. That takes time. It does. And it doesn't happen overnight. And I think one of the biggest challenges and frustrations that I see with people trying to lose weight and get healthy is that we're all looking for that magic fix. We're looking for the pill. We're looking for the diet. We're looking for the formula. And all of the commercials on TV and all the infomercials and the plans promise us that they can give that to us. And what you don't see is that most of those people are paid participants who got paid to lose those 40, 60, 80 pounds to participate in this program. So you all you see is their before and after and you think, well, that person can do it. So I can do it. So let me buy this product. 
And I think it's, it's, there's so many other layers that you don't see in that. And a lot of those people end up gaining the weight back too. Well, let's get to, I mean, okay. I, I get what you're saying and I completely agree. So just, but I still like, I want to go back to the tracker. I'm like, okay, yeah. Yeah. So give me three pieces of advice, three things that I need to do to like my body. I think the first thing you can do is start looking for the positive. You know, I think we just tend to get up in the morning, we put on our clothes, we look in the mirror and we think, oh, I wish this was better. Oh, gosh, what's wrong with this? So if you could try an exercise where instead of doing that, look for just one thing that you can say something nice about to yourself. And I think it's so amazing that the way we talk to ourselves, we would never talk to another person that way. But we feel like free to say whatever we want to ourselves. But, you know, if you were looking at yourself as if your friend was looking at you, you know, talk to yourself that way. You know, she might compliment you on your eyes or, you know, the the light that's shining from your face because you're so energetic today or so happy today. You know, it doesn't have to be something like, oh, your waist looks small. You know, something positive. Yeah, Yeah, you know, look Mm -hmm. for one positive thing that you can acknowledge about yourself. And I think that's a great place to get started. That's great. Number two? Yeah, so number two would probably be starting to ask those questions to your body when you're faced with, you know, the question of what should I eat or what kind of workout should I be doing? You know, tune into what your body's telling you. If you keep asking those questions, you might find that your body's asking you to drink more water or to sleep a little bit more or to eat some broccoli. <laughs> you know, it's it's amazing that once you start tuning in and really going deeper, you know, beyond just that surface answer that sort of comes up, that things start flowing a little bit easier and you start to find a better balance for you. Um, and then the, the last thing would probably be to just stop comparing yourself to other people, you know, stop looking outside for the answers and start really tuning into your body for what's right for you. Because again, you and I are not the same. No two people are exactly the same. So just because this worked for somebody doesn't mean it's going to work for you. And you might need to try a little bit of all these different things and put your own recipe together to make, you know, the perfect cake for you. I have to talk about cake because I love Mm. cake. (laughs) So so just to review. Yes. So the first thing, talk nicely to ourselves. Yeah, just find one one positive thing and compliment yourself on it in the morning. Okay. Uh, And number two, listen to your body really like an onion. Get underneath it. Yes. Peel away those layers. And three... What was three again? <laughs> three was not still, to compare yourself to Not to compare yourself, yeah. I'm a good host. What was three again? <laughs> Don't compare yourself, yeah. yeah. Well, and it's hard. It is know? hard. Like I said, I'm not standing up here on a soapbox saying, I do all these things myself. It's still a learning process for me, you know? And people ask me, well, how much weight did you lose? It's about 40 pounds because my weight truly fluctuates about 10 pounds so and there's a lot of reasons your scale weight fluctuates so don't get too focused on the number either especially with women hormones can make a huge difference at the different times of your cycle with what you weigh water weight I mean there's a lot of things that can influence that number so also don't get too hung up on what the scale says either so you have cake you said I you absolutely. love cake. I have my cake and I eat it too. <laughs> so what will you do when you when you have cake? I mean, you'll enjoy I'll it. I'll enjoy and, it. <laughs> and then do you, how do you balance that in your life? Well, you know, it's funny. Everybody in my family makes fun of me because if we go out to dinner, the first thing I look at is dessert. 
and I'll plan my meal backwards. From okay, there. so it's balance. Yeah, because for example, like let's say we go out for Italian, I'm not gonna have wine and pasta and chocolate cake in one meal because and bread. as much <laughs> and bread as much as I would love it, I'd be in a coma afterwards. You know, so it's about a trade off. You know, so it's like okay, well maybe I'll have something with a little less carbohydrates for my meal, knowing that I'm gonna have the cake later because that's what works best for my body. My body doesn't go into a sugar coma if I do that. Ah, uh, see. So, and how does your exercise program coordinate with your food? That's a really good question. You know, um, and again, this is still evolving for me too as my, you know, I go through different decades of my life and my habits change. Um, I'm doing a lot less high intensity exercise right now. For me, the only real cardio I do regularly is walking, which I absolutely love. So I walk, uh, I try to walk about five miles a day. And then I really am focusing on a lot of weight training three to four days a week. And that's kind of really what's worked for me. Now, I do occasionally do high intensity interval training. Um, because your videos are, it's right. not just you walking for five no, miles. No, no. videos are fun and you're yes. doing mixing cardio with yes. weights. Yes. And actually, I'm working on a brand new program right now that I'm really excited about. So that's been the majority of my routine these days is this new plan, which really I've strived to put together. I mean, I feel like it's been 15 years in the making. It's all the elements that I think a great exercise plan should have. So we have strength training, we have the low intensity cardio, which a lot of people kind of push to the side because they think it's not a big calorie burner, but it's so important for building your endurance. But also if you do too much high intensity, at least for me, I find that it influences my appetite and I really get hungry. And then I start craving those high sugar, high fat foods. So it can kind of backfire. If your goal is weight loss and you're doing all this high intensity stuff, you might end up just eating all those calories back in one afternoon. And then, you know, you're not going to lose the weight. So it's really about the balance. So we have of the high and low intensity weight training is so so important as we're aging we're all losing lean muscle mass so you have to not only well you are i'm not jessica (laughs) maybe you're not (laughs) but we're working you know to make up for not only for what we've lost but to put a little bit more muscle on because that's what keeps us burning the calories around the clock and then of course you also want to make sure that you're including some sort of flexibility and relaxation element because we know studies have linked stress to excess fat so the more you can take time to to just release stress. And I find that, you know, stretching is very relaxing. It helps open your body up. And it's also key to just helping keep your body moving through a full range of motion. If you're stretching regularly, you could be getting more out of your other workouts too. So all this in just one hour. That's because your programs are one hour. Actually, each workout is only 30 minutes. Oh, even better. Yeah, it's a six-week plan. So you rotate through all the different ones. We're also doing a prehab routine. So, you know, a lot of people prehab, are hurting not themselves. Rehab. Not rehab rehab it's before you have to go to rehab if you can try some of these exercises we're hoping for physical not drug right (laughs) yes yes let's be clear about that we're hoping you won't have the injuries that we're seeing like with the rotator cuffs and the elbow and the knees and the hips because people are really hurting themselves with some of these exercise programs they're just going all out all the time and really upping their risk for injury so we've included that in there Um, and we have something for brain fitness too because a lot of people don't realize 
exercise, but you know, physical activity is great for your brain, but you can also combine different movements and combinations and coordination exercises that stimulate your brain in a way that can help make neurons stronger. Oh, absolutely. I remember taking ones. your classes and lift your right arm, lift your left yeah, leg, huh? What, exactly. who, crash. And the good news is that first moment where you're like, huh, what, who, that means you're changing your brain. You have to get to that confused point to make changes. So if you can push past that feeling of like, oh, I feel like I'm frustrated, that's when the changes are happening. So it's really all-inclusive, this program. So I love it. So what do you recommend in terms of the, the physical advice? 30 minutes is enough? How many times For a week? For me, I think that's a sweet spot. I think everybody can carve out those 30 minutes. And, you know, you could do shorter sometimes. You can do longer sometimes. And it's really about what works for your schedule. But to me, 30 minutes is sort of that magic number because it allows us enough time to do a safe warm-up, get a good workout in, and then also have a short cool-down and stretch period. Because otherwise, if you get too short then it's hard to really get in the good workout, but still safely warm up and still have time to cool down appropriately before you have to move on with your day. How many times a week? You know, with this program, you can do it six days a week because we're alternating intensity. You know, I I do think taking a a rest day is good. It can be an active rest day. You could be outside, walking outdoors, gardening, whatever you want to do. Sitting on the couch eating potato chips, feeling sorry for myself. (laughs) If you need that day, I don't judge anyone. (laughs) Okay, so before we close, I just want to review because I always need review for me and maybe those who it's are listening. Good. Need this is how too, we learn repetition. Right? right? Uh-huh. Okay, so three tips of advice from Jessica Smith on how to like your body. I guess I should be writing this down. <laughs> no, the first one, well, the last one I remember very clearly stop comparing yourself, yes. uh, say something nice to yourself yes. first thing in the morning, and listen to your body signals. Listen, peel the onion, yes. ask yourself, what am I really feeling when yeah. I want to sniff down this beautiful bean burrito and a Taco Bell mm-hmm. drive through Okay, that's awesome. And 30 minutes a day with your workout. I mean, um, it doesn't have to be mine. Five, six, you know, I, I encourage people to find whatever works for them. If my workouts work for you, great. If they don't, no hard feelings. You know, I think there's some, there's a workout style for everybody out there. The great thing is we have so many options to choose from that, you know, you just got to find the one that makes you motivated to get up and That go. is true. But, you know, personally, what I like about your workouts is that they're fun. You're not yelling at me. You're not mm-hmm. saying, smile, ladies. I cannot stand <laughs> it when I smile. I want to, okay, I want to smack somebody. And I don't hear you breathing. What number is that? I can't. Yeah. I'm sucking air, people. You need to be counting for me. But you're really yeah. fun and positive. Super Thank positive. You. I mean, I just think life is hard enough. You know, workouts should be fun. And you're fun. Thank you. That's Thank you so much be. for being our very first guest. I'm so guest. excited. What a great topic. I really hope that you're And I hope you come back because we still need more of Jessica. I would love to come back. I'd be honored. You can find Jessica Smith at jessicasmithtv.com. You can find her on YouTube and Instagram, Facebook. Um, am I forgetting anything else? I think that's everything. On um, Amazon, YouTube. my DVDs are on Amazon. Amazon, yeah. Awesome. A lot of my friends love her DVDs. All right. So to sum it up, today's advice for life for Lynn, uh, by Lynn, for me, who am I? Uh, So to sum it up, today's advice for life, treat your body as well as you would treat your boyfriend. Listen to it and love it. All right. For more on all of this, go to my website at adviceforlifewithlynn.com. It's so pretty. I want you to see it. You can also check out my blog. It's got some great stuff on exactly what we've been talking about. And submit your questions to adviceforlifewithlynn.com. Sign up for my free email and you're going to get the latest tips and advice. 
and rate my podcast on iTunes. Tell me what you think. Tell me how I'm doing on the very first thing that I just did. That would be a podcast land. Look, I don't even know what it's called. Thanks for listening. See you next time. And remember, there is nothing we can't talk about. <laughs>